Hey, what's up my Thursday Thoughts of a Tea family? This is your Tea Time Bestie here, Angie H. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on something. Do you feel that how you were raised played a part in your mental health and your approach to the possibility of needing some type of therapy? And we deal with so much on a day-to-day basis. We have dealt with so much in our past. We may be dealing with some type of traumas, but yet we don't um, fully go into digging deep into our mental health. And why is that? I'm going to share my experiences. I'm going to share my thoughts. And I hope that it encourages you um, to come up with a mental health plan um, that is beneficial to you um, and even possibly passing it down to generations to come. So stay tuned for this week's episode of Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. What's up, guys? And welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. And today I just wanted to talk about mental health. And one thing that I have noticed is that um, the suicide rate in the black community is increasing. Um, It could be that the numbers have always been alarming. Um, But now it's more publicized. Everything is more out in the open. Um, And it just made me think back to my own mental health and having to deal with... um, certain things and not feeling like that I can go to therapy because it would be frowned upon and you know going to therapy is a weak thing um and then I started reading the unapologetic guide to black mental health by Rita Walker um and just in the intro and like the beginning it was just so many pieces um that we deal with when it comes to our our mental health and how we deal with it how we approach it Uh, and then it's funny because as I was reading this I didn't see the episode of Blackish where Dre and his mom would laugh at both for going to therapy and then that just made me think how we were raised that really play a big part in how we approach our sanity how we approach our mental health um and and it's in this book, it talked about how suicide was never supposed to be a black thing. And it made me think that we are, that people are getting to a point where they don't know no other way to deal with it. Um, and it could, so they decide to take themselves out or attempt um, to just remove themselves from the pain, remove themselves for the hurt because they don't have the the outlets of people to talk to. And then, you, oh my God, God forbid that you are in the church and you want to talk about your mental health and or you want to talk about the idea of therapy and then they point out the fact that you're, you're too weak. You're not praying enough. You're not an appropriate Christian because you wouldn't let this deal this situations bring you down and you need the fast and you need to turn your plate over and it's so many what you need to do but at what point if the church if you are in the church and therapy is not what you should be doing in some in some churches at what point is the church going to create a mental health ministry at what point are they going to separate and just let people talk, let people express, let people deal with their their issues and their mental health struggles. At what point are we going to take, you have singles ministries, women's ministry, men's ministry, usher board, mother's board. You got all this, but where is the separate, where is the 
separate ministry that deals with mental health that in all this education that is required and all these licenses that are required to be to minister where is the licensed Christian counselors stationed in the church to deal with issues where people can really be safe and free to come and deal with that issue without judgment because in some cases the church judge you more than a stranger on the street and it seems like we as a black culture have adopted this mindset that when we have a a chink in our chain we are weak because we have been oppressed for hundreds and hundreds of years that this is just what we do as a culture we fight against adversity we we are strong we overcome we're resilient that's how we built but sometimes we are tired we're tired we're fed up we're over it and we just need to let it out um, because we have to appear to be so put together that we don't take the appropriate time out to deal with our our own thoughts. I was I was one. I need to pray a little bit more. But what that did was built up this issue that bubbled over to the point that I appeared to be another angry black woman because I didn't deal with the inner self. I didn't deal with my inner dignity. I didn't deal with the inner pain. And the hurt. I didn't deal with the childhood drama traumas. I didn't. So it bubbled over and now I am appearing to be something that I don't want to be. Because I haven't really dealt with myself and began to heal the inner child. So I began therapy. <laughs> Counseling. That was one of the best things. And we I am an advocate of therapy. I don't care how how people run their households is how they run their household. But, but for me and my house, we pray and we go to therapy. They go hand in hand. I, we have some of our children that have decided to go to therapy. But it had to be me as a blueprint to show it's okay to put your mental health first. It's okay to come to me with the truth. I even went to my kids and I told my kids, at any point in your life, if there's something that I did to you that you need me to apologize for, let me know because I do not want to be the parent that you have to be delivered and healed from because I have caused some type of trauma psychologically or emotionally and because I was hurting within myself and I was lashing out on you guys let me know so that we can deal with it we can heal from it and I don't want you to have to be delivered from me when you're adult so I'm a I'm an advocate of therapy um and just looking at how many people that physically and mentally just can't feel like they can't go on and it's just suicide after suicide after suicide and the first thing people say well he seemed or she seemed so happy I just can't believe she did something like that have or when are we going to become a little bit more in tune to the action of a person and not the appearance of what we see um I can put on the front all day I, I have 
I have acted like I got it all together and I was broken and beat up and destroyed in the inside. I mean, everybody see me. Oh, girl, you look good. You got so much style, honey. You be wearing those pumps, child. I was a dressed up hot daggone mess. It's easy to dress up your mess than to deal with the issues that I live inside. I've always played dress up. That's what that was one of my favorite things, playing around in heels, put putting on lipstick, playing dress up was easy for me until it became a part of my life. I dressed up my inconsistencies and my mess. I was able to make it look good. But it wasn't until I started really healing that I began to really walk into my into the energy and the power that I knew I was called to. So let's see, like, we have to address these things. We have to be provided and we have to provide a space for each other. And a lot of times we deal with, I don't want to tell nobody my business because they're going to tell this and that. Um, And that is true. That is true. But talk to someone. There's so many resources that are available, but we don't want to use them because we're afraid of what somebody else is going to say. Forget what everybody else has to say because the people that are judging you, the people that have so much to say, are probably the main ones that need therapy as well. Um, so let, let's be unapologetic about needing help, about our mental, about our emotional, about any anything pertaining to us because we can't be our true authentic selves if we don't deal with the dirt and the crap that we've been covering up all this all these years it comes a point in time where you have to choose you and not the you that is convenient for everybody around you but the you that you deserve the you that you need the you that you needed when you were in your childhood traumas the you that you need now that you haven't dealt with the trauma as an adult you need to become the you that you need what did your childhood self need and that's who you become And then once you begin to break the cycle, you can begin to remold and reshape who you are now so that you can be the example and the light for the generations that follow. At At some point, we really got to dig deep into what and who we are. We have to go back to a place where we can really find our identities that we lost we try to be everything for everybody that that is who we feel like we should be and we don't even show up for ourselves who do you need what do you need for your mental health so I ask do you feel how you were raised played a part or your culture as a whole played a part in how you approach your mental health for me I can say yes growing up in structure of the church no black people don't go to therapy that's what you hear that's a white person thing but yet we still 
can't function into certain environments because we haven't dealt with what it the pain that we got from that environment or that we had to deal with so yes and again I say if church is your outlet and you know that you need help with your mental health then you may need to be the advocate for the church where's the mental health ministry in addition to praying can where's the licensed therapy therapist that can provide me the tools in addition to praying that can provide me the tools to get my mental health on track I mean so many people want to deal with issues but yet we are told to you're stronger than that you can handle that okay I you're telling me I can handle it but can you help me navigate the way to get to the place where I can deal with it so that is my thoughts that is how I feel um, I know a lot of times we don't want to be looked at or we don't want to be the outcast because we're doing something different but sometimes you got to do something different to get something new you can't keep doing the same thing that's insane so it's at some point we really have to choose us you can't be the best version of yourself if you haven't dealt with the things that are crippling you so let's get to a place where we choose us and our mental health and be there for people that need us the most including yourself stay tuned for black excellence 365 Hey guys, I know you probably wondered who is Angie H? What does she do? Why is she here? Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am the owner of Anish Charles Organics, which is a holistic company where I provide holistic health tips. I provide products um, as well as coaching. I'm also the founder of Defining Our Purpose Women's Ministry Group and the author of a devotional journal called Inspirations. Um, if you want to find out more about me, you can simply go to my website, definingourpurpose.com. D-E-F-I-N-I-N-G-O-U-R-P-U-R-P-O-S-E dot com. Welcome back to Black Excellence 365 and our special Black Excellence of the of the week is Solomon Carter Fuller. Um, Solomon Carter Fuller was the first black psychiatrist. Um, he made significant contributions in the study of Alzheimer's. Uh, Fuller also studied at Livingstone College in Salisbury, North Carolina. Woo -woo, I thought it was amazing because I'm here in North Carolina. Um, and they gave him an honorary PhD um, degree but he completed his medical degree at Boston College and this is where he conducted research at Royal Psychiatric Hospital. Um, he performed some groundbreaking work and research on the physical changes that occurs in the brain um, in the Alzheimer's patients. Um, and when the Veterans Administration opened up the Tuskegee Veterans at, um, Administration Medical Center after World War I, um, it was 
staffed entirely by blacks. And Fuller was very instrumental in recruiting and training black psychiatrists um, for the Tuskegee veterans. So, just wanted to share that tidbit. There's more to Dr. Solomon Carter Fuller, but this is just some amazing facts that I found out about him. Until next week, thank you for joining me on this Black Excellence 365. Well, Thursday Thoughts of a Tea Family, we have come to the end of another episode. So thank you for hanging out with me this week. If you want to stay in touch with me, remember you can follow me on IG at Thursday Thoughts Over Tea, or you can subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember, conversation is always better over a hot cup of tea.